While COVID-19 has dominated the headlines, other issues such as mental health concerns, tuberculosis, and cancer still need to be addressed. In this B-side episode, the second on strengthening the country's health system, we hear from Dr. Erwin G. Benedicto, head of medical affairs at Johnson & Johnson Philippines. He tells Business World reporter Bronte H. Laksamana how the public and private sector can work together to provide better health care and protect the country from multiple health-related threats. Let's start with how you think healthcare has changed due to the pandemic. Now, how have different sectors approached this challenge? Well, the pandemic has challenged the healthcare system, not only here in the Philippines, but across the world. Nevertheless, agile as we are, we have a lot of innovation that will help address the pandemic and other concerns of our people across the country. I think the pandemic has brought the public and the private sector together as one in fighting this. That's why unity has been part of the discussions and part of the collaboration that we are bringing to into the society right now. And number one, uh, we are one together with the government to provide education on what is the pandemic. Number two, we are also providing support and education to our healthcare professionals and patients on what to do during this pandemic. On top of that, we are also partnering with the government on the different disease areas because during this pandemic, we should not neglect other forms of diseases and programs like tuberculosis, diabetes, cancer, concerns that we need to address during this pandemic. Like you said, COVID-19 is a heavy burden, but there are also other issues. Now, I know J&J has done work in many of these disease areas. So there's tobacco control efforts. I've seen recently also cancer awareness. So since there are so many of these, how might we prioritize and balance addressing all of them, given that the Philippine healthcare system has so many limitations? Well, I know there are resource limitations in the government. That's why we are partnering with the Department of Health, so that we can bring also our innovation and our technical support in terms of educating the people. For the priorities, we will work in areas where we are the masters of, like cancer, nicotine control, or smoking cessation programs, also in the area of mental health. So our priorities are always on the disease areas that we are working, which we know will also be helpful in terms of providing support to the government. As always, we should bring first education and awareness because without education and awareness, people will not be aware of what and what not to do. Number two, if we have innovative treatment that will help address this concern, we bring this also to the attention of the government in order for us to shape and help treat the conditions. If we have the preventive measure, like for example, a vaccines right now, we provide also that kind of access to the government and to the population so that we can help address these preventable diseases in our country. Now, specifically, are there any diseases that you think really need more importance in the pandemic, aside from COVID-19, of course? So number one, it's mental health, because I know the pandemic has brought a lot of mental stresses to not only to the healthcare professionals, but for us individuals who have stayed 
home for a long time. So that's number one. Number two, tuberculosis. It has long been in the Philippines for almost how many years, but still tuberculosis is still an issue. Number three, cancer. There are a lot of patients who were not able to get treatment because of COVID-19 and access to treatment is an issue. So cancer should also be prioritized during this pandemic. Since you mentioned that awareness and education are very important, what are the challenges now that we face in terms of educating Filipinos? Now that we have digital media, or social media, it's easy for us to bring that knowledge. However, there are misinformation. So that's why they call infodemic, wherein because of the use of social media, there are a lot of misinformation that has been propagated that sometimes are not good for the people. That's why the World Health Organization right now is not only fighting the pandemic, but the infodemic. That is the wrong information regarding whatever condition. I don't have the statistics, but I know infodemic is still prevalent in the Philippines. So I cannot compare this with other countries, but it is a recognized problem. That's why the Department of Health has that platform, which is Healthy Filipinas, to which we partner so that we can bring information direct to the people through the Department of Health, the correct data and information about certain conditions. Now, there are many things that we can fund in terms of healthcare, but what would you say is something that in the Philippines is really neglected and needs more investment moving forward? We will have to enhance the private and public partnership because I know that the government cannot do alone and private cannot do alone. We need a united Philippines in addressing any health issue because any health issue is not a political issue. It's an issue of every individual. That's why we need a united partnership between government and private. Science is an area by which there are discussions before having a consensus agreement. And I don't see any friction when we discuss health. Now, there's also the issue of keeping our health workers here and the concern that we are understaffed. In your opinion, how can we keep our health facilities staffed? This pandemic has put the importance of our healthcare professionals. That's why we call them heroes. And this pandemic has given us the opportunity to give them the priorities in terms of providing support, providing what they need to help them continue their services in our hospitals, in our communities, where they are being trusted by our people. When we deal with our healthcare professionals during this time of crisis, they need mental health support. That's why we have campaigns like Mindfulness to help them address this concern. It's a mental health campaign wherein we try to provide them on how they can be able to make themselves at peace and mentally stable during this time of pandemic. So it was a campaign that we did together with the Philippine Psychiatric Association and also with the Department of Health and also with the private sector to provide them of that kind of education and strategy on how to handle stresses. Secondly, during this pandemic, we know that their need is also PPEs 
and other forms of protection. Now, let's go to universal healthcare. Do you see it as a necessary solution? And what do you think is plausible in the next few years, given the constraints that we have right now and the manpower shortages and all the limitations? Universal healthcare is a very, very good strategy and a law in terms of reaching out to the least and to the one that whom we cannot reach at the community level. It is a very good a strategy in terms of providing services first at a grassroots level and a good referral system. We hope that kind of strategy will be implemented as soon as in a seamless way because at the end of the day, we want to provide services to all Filipinos, to all kinds of diseases. It's a way we were going to support and implement it beyond 2022 and 2023 as we go through with the implementation of the program. In terms of medical research, would you say that the Philippines has been catching up or rising to the occasion given all the problems we've had to face recently? You know, the Filipinos are very top-notch researchers. The only problem probably are resources to fund them. This pandemic has also brought that kind of importance of research because research will be needed for us to have a sound and sane decision. So I hope that in the future, we will provide more of the resources on the research so that we can find or we can be able to make decisions that are sound, scientific, and sane enough that will be able to answer the needs of Filipinos. If there's something that you'd want electoral candidates to keep in mind or consider when it comes to health policies, what would it be? Health should be a priority. It should not be a secondary one. This pandemic has posed a lot of challenges, and I hope that this will be their priority, not only in terms of promising, but implementing it once they win. And that concludes another episode of B-Side. Once again, you heard Dr. Erwin G. Benedicto, Head of Medical Affairs at Johnson & Johnson Philippines, speaking with Business World reporter Bronte H. Laksamana. Health-related decisions and policies should be sound, scientific, and sane, says Dr. Benedicto, who emphasized the role of education and research in strengthening the healthcare system. This B-Side episode was recorded remotely in December 2021. It was produced by Bronte H. Laksamana, Gino D. Nicolas, and me, Sam L. Marcelo. Thanks for listening.